Welcome to Fireside, your source for discussions on not only the latest and greatest from Sitecore, but also helpful tips and tricks. I'm your host and Sitecore MVP, Josh Hover. Today, we're going to talk a little bit more about the SugCon event taking place in North America. Before we dive into that conversation, I would like to introduce our guest for today. Uh, Martin Miles, welcome to the show. Um, I think you need no introduction within the community. I think that many within the community already know who you are, but welcome to today's show. Uh, thank you, Josh. It's always a pleasure being a part of your podcast, and I can't stop telling everyone how I love your podcast. And uh, I even broadcast it to my Telegram, Sitecore Telegram subscribers. Once again, thank you for having me here today. Of course, thank you and appreciate the support as always. In our last episode together, we actually were talking about SubCon in Europe and the, the speaking engagement that you had there. But today I think is, is really exciting because we need to talk about um, the SubCon event that's coming up in October. And I know that it's been had a huge success in, in the European market and now we're getting to see it come to the US. Um, so I guess maybe first what we can do is take a, a step back and talk about what SUG is and really what the significance is around that. So historically, you know, Sitecore community uh, is and was very well self-organized. Uh, folks uh, come together, setting up different Sitecore user groups for sharing the knowledge and learning from each other. And that, of course, was a big boost to the product itself, to the company itself, to the brand. So with time, community decided to step up with something bigger. They decided to create a dedicated conference, the Sitecore user group conference with a track of sessions, not just one or two sessions as we do typically on a user group, but rather than two days entirely stuffed out with the valuable sessions from the whole of community. And it is very important to highlight that Sukon is not owned by Sitecore. This is entirely owned by the community. It's done by the community and it's done for the community. So it's 100% community run event. So uh, historically, European Sukon was the most significant one because it was mostly seen and it was always my dream to attend this event as a speaker. <laughs> I did numerous attempts to get on a stage, uh, unsuccessful attempts, but eventually last year I made it there. My speech was chosen. Same happened this year. And uh, I cannot over-exaggerate how uh, explosive the energy is at this event. Uh, lots of the professionals are talking to each other, exchanging the ideas. Uh, present for each other. It's an amazing mix of uh, technology, community, networking, communication, ideas, all of that. I'm so, excited. I, with I that in mind, to, to participate this year, I know it's going to be a lot of energy and a lot of excitement. And of course, with all of the changes over the last year, year and a half, I think it'll be fun to see the evolution of how others have taken those steps as well. Oh yeah, absolutely. As we look at Subcon North America, where is that gonna be held? That's gonna be in Minneapolis. Absolutely correct. There were a set of choices for the venue. Uh, probably the first one was Boston. And in my opinion, Boston 
is a good location because it is nicely positioned uh, in a big city with international airport, uh, with uh, international uh, transatlantic uh, flights for those who are staying in Europe so that we can host numerous uh, speakers, not just uh, American residents. However, Minneapolis has all that same and is even better in some sense. First of all, Minneapolis uh, is the home for many of Sitco partners, and uh, it's also home for specific Sitco products, namely OrderCloud, who was born there. All of the developers for OrderCloud are sitting in Minneapolis still. And uh, I know lots of leadership from uh, our companies staying there, as well as Horizontal has the big presence. But I think all of the Sitco Platinum partners have uh, the pres presence in that city at some extent. So hmm. the choice for the city was uh, definite. Yeah, that definitely makes sense. And being centric to so many of the the large partners out there, that, that makes sense to, to drive that event to be close and local for them. And it's hopefully won't be too cold in October. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Minneapolis is quite Nordic town. Yes. Yeah, it can definitely get chilly, I know. Um, my hometown is Chicago and, you know, October can be that time of year where it's either somewhat warm or it can take a, a dip into the cold and you're wearing a jacket. So I think it'll be interesting to see how that plays out, but nonetheless, will be a, a lot of fun, whether it's cold or hot out. So I think the, the timing of this is going to be really exciting because that week we have a trifecta of events. So not only do we have the SUG event taking place, but we also have DX, the Sitecore DX event taking place in the same week, as well as the MVP Summit. So I think in large, there's going to be a lot happening within the Sitecore community um, that's going to be taking place that week. Absolutely true. And I know uh, individuals and companies are already uh, planning their schedule and tailoring their budgets to fit it all because that, that will definitely take the whole week from Monday to Friday, especially for those who are lucky to be uh, inside of MVP program. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that'll be really neat. Last year was my first MVP summit and um, I'm really happy, you know, when I had heard that symposium was, was canceled for this year and they were going with the DX events. Um, I'm not going to lie, I, I was a little bit saddened at the thought that there was a potential of not having an MVP summit. Um, but hearing that that the summit was coming back and it would be featured after the DX event, man, I was I was extremely happy and looking forward to seeing many others from the MVP community there. Um, yes, especially the spirit of 200 MVPs sitting in the same room. <laughs> you, you can imagine that concentration of knowledge within the same premises. Unbelievable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, oh man. Like definitely. you raise any question within that room and it gets answered. It's always a good feeling too. And I, I liked last year, and I don't want to make this about the MVP summit, but you know, I really liked last year how transparent the the Sitecore product team was and not only hearing feedback, but also and being able to answer questions for the, the MVP community because I, I think that especially last year out of all of their announcements. It, it was a year that was very impactful. And I think that there were a lot of questions that we all had. When do tickets go on sale? So the ticketing is available already. It started on 15th of August. And uh, I would uh, 
hurry you up with tickets because we still have early bird tickets this time that is available until the last day of August, uh, August 31st. And I'll probably give you insight about the tickets breakdown. Um, so today with the early bird, uh, you can get uh, early bird ticket at $500 and there is no sales tax for this ticket. So that's what you pay. Uh, if you're lucky to be Sitecore most available professional, in that case, you will pay 150 less, which is 350. Well, if you don't catch it up in time, then uh, the normal ticket would cost $600 with MVP ticket 420. So it's a good uh, motivation to hurry up, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that the pricing sounds very reasonable and in line with things that we've seen in the past. Uh, but definitely with the discounting that that you went through, I think definitely lends for the planning to get that early bird ticket if if you can and for those who have that available. Uh, needless to say that uh, if you are a successful applicant getting a speech, you'll get a free entrance pass to the whole event. That definitely makes things uh, a lot more exciting to to get that submission in. And I know that the, the submissions have now been closed. And so, um, you know, best of luck to those of you who have made your submissions and, and hopefully you'll get that free ticket. What about hotel accommodations? Has there been any blocks of hotels or are there discounts available that uh, the SUG event has planned? Uh, correct. The event partners with Radisson Blue Mall of America. And the location is uh, very nice. It's an approximate distance from the International Airport of Minneapolis. So you don't have to drive too far from your gate. <laughs> Uh, there is uh, a partnership with the hotel and they give us uh, a fixed price. I think it was $179 per night. That's for event attendees. I might be wrong saying this uh, sum, but the, the amount of rooms is limited. So please hurry up to book yours. So early bird special and hotel accommodation, something that people will want to have in the back of their mind and go ahead and get those um submitted so you can secure those discounted rates and also stay with your fellow community members right of course that was one thing that i, I enjoyed about the the last symposium and and having the hotel connected to the event was um well there were a series of hotels but you know just being able to go out and have breakfast and you see people within the community um, or partners that you've worked with in the past and, and being able to have those conversations while you're grabbing coffee, grabbing breakfast. Um, it was just a, it was a fun and a nice touch. But this kind of experience is very universal for all types of the events. So if you organize the event, this is something you would probably think one of the top uh, aspects in mind other than submissions and speakers because most of people are coming for such events because of their networking. Mm -hmm. Of course, we come there to learn something new, but you learn uh, from networking as well. And uh, personally, I always meet old colleagues, uh, old mates and friends. Some mm -hmm. of them are coming from Europe, from the United Kingdom. I know at least five to 10 people coming to this event exclusively. So, there would be no better chance to meet all of good old friends rather than 
here are standing at the coffee stand or at the dinner deck. It's nice to socialize. Agreed. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I love remote work, but at the same time, I definitely miss that feeling of being in person and being able to, to just catch up face to face. So it'll be a nice opportunity for that. Let's talk a little bit, Martin, about the, the process and maybe around the organizational committee that was put in place to help um, bring, bring this whole event together. Yes, sure. We have an organization committee of uh, seven people. Uh, beside of this group, we collaborate with Sitecore, mostly Sitecore technical marketing team. You know, these guys by the MVP program, that's uh, Tamas and Nicole. And of course, we have one more person helping us at the technical side, that's Thomas Desmond. Uh, I am uh, collaborating with Thomas while uh, creating the event website. By the way, the website is uh, live. You can uh, go there at na.sucon.events. And lots of things we're sharing from this website. But besides of this group, we also have volunteers. And uh, volunteer commitment uh, cannot be underestimated. Uh, these people are helping us with the tailoring, the content. They will help us to be the room captains. They do inspire organizational committee for lots of things. And their contribution is not less than ours. <laughs> uh, the whole principle we put the whole principle we put behind uh, the organization is the principle of democracy, and that's not something we invented. That's not yeah. even what uh, European Organization Committee invented. Okay. Democracy is well known from the ancient Greece. We just decided to give it a go. So we try to uh, vote for almost any topics that have different opinions. So we always come to the common conclusion. And sometimes discussions go difficult, but mm -hmm. you know, the more opinions you have, the more I appreciate the outcome out of it. I think that to be fair, since so many of, of the community members are coming from their own organizations, I think it, it makes sense to have that democratic view um, so that there is a level of fairness. I think that everyone that would come to that, I would assume would, would try to leave those differences aside um, and try to look at it from a very objective view. But, you know, at the same token, I think having that democratic view definitely would help. Oh, absolutely. If you take a look at the organ organizers uh, page at the event website, you will see how diverse our organization team is. And it's not diverse in uh, single aspect, it's diverse in the technical and marketing background. So once again, like I'm a very technical person. If you give me the whole power to decide the agenda and to decide the event, it will be exceptionally technology focused, which I think is not right because there should be uh, it should be tailored to the wider audience. And there's mm -hmm. lots of marketers who are involved in the day-to-day -day production of Sitecore. Um, With that train of thought, who do you think would be the the ample audience for? this North America SUG event? Do you think it's going to be geared towards developer? Are there going to be, so I'm relating this somewhat to symposium, but I know it's not, but will there be tracks or discussions around marketing and things like that? 
the way we tailor the event is to uh, address it to the whole Sitecore community. It's not exclusively technology. Uh, it's not exclusively marketing. Uh, we ended up having four tracks with uh, three tracks are basically replicating the categories of Sitecore MVP. And I want to say we try different approaches. We try to group the tracks by the products, same as the guys in Europe did. We try to do that in more um, strategical sense, but eventually it appeared not, nothing better than grouping them by the uh, by these categories. So we have technology track, we have strategy track, similar to MVP categories, but we don't have ambassador track, of course. We have marketing track instead. And there is a fourth track which will accommodate all those great submissions that, uh, that they are too good to go, but they do <laughs> not fall under any of these tracks. The one thing I want to say is that we have uh, too many of good topics and that puts a huge stress on organizational committee how to pick and select this topic. Again, following the democracy principle, we all vote for all the topics and I probably give a highlight about the process. We are using the platform called Sessionize. Uh, so if you submit your proposals, you come across this platform, that's where you submit it. So what happens next is all of the people who will going to vote, they are presented with three randomly selected topics. And we don't see the uh, presenter name, at least it's hidden on the second page. We just see the title and we see the uh, description as you write it to us. And we try to read it through and compare and prioritize. So say this topic is number one, this is my second preference, and that is the third preference. We also can have, let's say, two of these three tracks uh, with the same level, say number one, or say number two, or even number three, if they're not good enough. So that's how we position them. And each of us is faced by a series, maybe 20, maybe 30 times of that kind of choices, so that all the submissions are nicely shuffled. Mm -hmm. So we end up with a list of each submission having the rank, and they're ranked from the highest to the lowest. Then we also group the submissions by the tracks, because we do not rank developer submissions against marketing submissions. All these submissions are ranked within their own categories, because it should be fair, right? Yep. If you do compare, it's apple to apple. That makes a lot of sense. How many, I, I can only imagine that you had a, a large influx of submissions this year. How do you feel like the amount of submissions for North America compared to the European submissions? As you say, Josh, as I do not know the actual, you say, Josh, I do not know the actual uh, numbers for the European event. Uh, I can say that we aim to fill the same amount of four tracks with the same amount of submissions. And I'll be honest with you, it's a big stress for us to um, accommodate all the speakers because we've got too many good topics rather than we can handle within the part of the event. And we're struggling to get two more sessions. So it will be not 28, it will be 30 or maybe even 32, depending on the first initial sessions. So the whole idea is to accommodate as many speakers as we can 
given everyone uh, from the list to go. But again, it's not possible. And I feel very hard bleeding to uh, reject some of the high profile topics mm-hmm. because they definitely was to go. The, the best I can do is invite these uh, authors to regional user groups. Uh, the one I'm running is Los Angeles user group, but I know folks from Atlanta user group and from uh, Minneapolis and from other regional user groups. I know you are running Florida, the one in Florida. Mm-hmm. Yep. So all these topics are too good to go. I'd better give them a second chance at some stage. But we got what we've got. Um, the event cannot last forever. We have only one and a half day to fit. That's a dilemma. Yeah, that's a huge dilemma because I, you know, there's so many people that, of course, want to be heard on their topics, and I'm sure that the the content of it is just absolutely amazing. But, you know, I I'm excited to see what's being presented and to see what the the presenters will be, who the presenters will be, uh, when that gets released. Okay, Josh, try to guess which site co- composable product get the most submissions than others. An absolute number. Just based on stats that I've seen in the in the community, as far as what seems to be trending, aside from XM Cloud, I would definitely say maybe CDP and personalized. Surprisingly, uh, that's or- Order Cloud. Remember, I said that Minneapolis is the home for Order Cloud, and lots oh, of right. local folks submitted submitted for it. I was surprised myself. How I would put XM Cloud first without any hesitations, but no, that was Order Cloud. That makes sense. I, I remember when I had met with Jake Hookham not too long ago um, in a prior podcast, I remember he was out of that area as well. It makes sense as the uh, the product team would have come out of that area. Yes, uh, correct. Good. The whole product is coming from that area. <laughs> good trivia, I appreciate that. <laughs> so when do the, the speakers get announced? I know that that's probably it's a very difficult question, and there's lots of things we need to um, define, prioritize, and sort. How do we fill the tracks? How we still need to select the sessions from the list. We need to fill the agenda. Uh, all of the organizational committees working hard to make it happen. And this week we are meeting daily. So once again, it's a big work. The one thing I can say it will get publicly announced somewhere on the next week. And that's a big uh, pushing point for us because we want to get this announcement before the early bird ticket comes to an end. So we want to get it as early as possible because we do understand companies and individuals. They have to plan their agenda. They have to schedule it all. They have to allocate the budgets. They need time. So we want to get it released as early as possible. That absolutely makes sense to give those who who submitted and unfortunately did not get it, they would at least be able to procure that ticket at that discounted rate. Or get it for free if being selected. That's true. That would be definitely the, the plus side. I'm definitely anticipating this event to take place. And I'm counting days. It's only 50 days left, as I counted from today. So looking forward to meet all of you guys and you, Josh, in person. Uh, I'll definitely be at all the three events Sidequist hosting 
this is very unique experience. We never had it before, like these uh, three events in one go. And again, uh, this is first time we are doing North American Sukon. I know there was one in 2015, but it was totally different organization committee. We do our best to make it uh, the vibrant event that fits the whole community, the whole audience mm -hmm. as diverse as possible. So stay tuned and there will be much more announced. Uh, take a look at our website. The agenda is getting published soon there as well as the special news. That sounds great. Well, thank you so much, Martin. I really appreciate you joining me on today's show and I encourage everyone in the Sitecore community to try to plan on attending the SUG event because the attendance of this year's, of course, will hopefully help dictate how the future SUG events get planned out. Um, and so we, we wanna make sure we have a very strong turnout this year to encourage future events as well. So looking forward to seeing not only you, Martin, but the rest of the community as well, um, everyone. And thank you so much again, Martin, for your time. Pleasure being here. It's my pleasure being an organizer for this event. Yeah, we not only appreciate your contribution, but the the other organizers as well as the supporters as well. I'm your host, Josh Hover. Thank you for joining another podcast on Fireside. Stay tuned for our future sessions.